Native people have been racialized differently in relationship to whiteness than have black people because Native people and black people needed to do different things for the white power structure. After slavery's over, you don't have legal deeds to someone anymore. And by some people's estimates, roughly a third of the black population after slavery may have been effectively phenotypically white. The third would be mixed race and another third would be quote unquote African. Now it's this question of how are you going to replicate slavery as much as possible when there are no titles to someone um, any longer. Colonizers wanted land. Get rid of the Indians, you can get the land. Their one-drop rule applied with black people because they wanted to proliferate numbers of black bodies because they were using them to create wealth out of the land that they stole from natives. Way back when I first interviewed Guy Emerson Mount about the history of mixed-race people on American soil, he asked his own misleading question right back at me. Why don't we start this story with Native Americans themselves? I've been thinking a lot about that question ever since he asked it almost two years ago. And now, finally, I'm able to fully address it. For the next three episodes of A Lot of Thought, we'll be examining two inversely related and historically formative racial mechanisms blood quantum, and the one-drop rule. And we'll see how these racial schemes collide throughout American history and remain intertwined today. It's a very long and gradual process. Blood increasingly becomes a mechanism of American colonialism. And then only from there does it gradually become language within Indian country. The Dawes rules are now widely viewed as flawed at best. The census taker is judging by phenotype. There were lots of cases of Creeks only speaking Muskogee Creek and instances of sisters being deemed Indian and the other was deemed Negro depending on how they looked. In the very early days, the Cherokee Nation didn't have slave codes or black codes. There might be a slave that would be freed and opted as intermarried citizens, but as more white men came into the Cherokee Nation would marry Indian women, and they would bring slaves with them, black people, and so they pushed for slave codes. This mini-series will take a few more months to complete. So in the meantime, be sure to check out these other podcasts to learn more about these incredibly complex topics. Episode 10 of Adrian Keene's podcast, All My Relations, Crooked Media's radio docu-series, This Land, and Humankind Public Radio's audio documentary, The Freed People. So keep listening, keep learning, but be on the lookout in the coming months for the first Lotto Thought mini-series, In Our Blood. This is your host, C.A. Davis, and I can't wait to share it with you all soon. <laughs>